Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast where we remember and celebrate all things and everything classic TV. Today, we're going to take a look at the return of Fredgie Sanford in the TV series Sanford, which ran from March 15, 1980 through July 10, 1981. Now, Sanford was the sequel to Sanford and Son, definitely one of the biggest TV shows, comedies, not only of the 70s, but of all time, and definitely one of the funniest and one of our favorites. Now, by 1980, Red Fox was really not in a good place, certainly not financially. We did a Sanford and Son episode last year. You're definitely welcome to take a listen at it. It's a little bit too long, in my opinion, but... It's still worth a listen if you would like to check it out. Now, Red Fox decided to abruptly leave Sanford and Son after six seasons. He decided that he was going to go and do his own variety show over on ABC. Fred Silverman, who was president of the network, wanted Sanford and Son off the air because he saw it as a really viable competition for ABC. So he talked Red Fox into leaving Sanford and Son and doing his own variety show, which really was a terrible idea. He totally played Red Fox and tricked him into saying, you know, uh, hey, you're going to have this variety show. You'll be your own boss. You're going to call all the shots and you won't have to do, you know, Fred Sanford anymore, blah, blah, blah. And he fell for it hook, line and sinker. So... He abruptly left the show without warning and went over to ABC and he had the Red Fox Variety Show, which debuted in September of 1977 on Thursday night, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 Central. Now, I was the only one in my family who watched the show. No one else was interested in it at all. They, my mom looked at it for like about the first 10 minutes, 15 tops, and then she left the room. (laughs) And I was the only one who stayed loyal to this show. By February 1978, four months later, the series had been canceled. Meanwhile, Red had been uh, had gotten married in 1976 to, I believe, his third wife, Joy. Now, there is a Title Tales episode on YouTube where you can see Red and Joy. Um, it's from 1977. You can just type in Red Fox Title Tales and it should come right up for you. And you can check out the newlyweds because they hadn't been married for very long when they, when they did this episode of Title Tales. Well, their marriage had broken up by 1979. She accused Red of being abusive to her and mentally cruel and verbally cruel and abusive. And uh, so she, one of the things that she demanded in the divorce settlement was she said that Red had basically, she'd grown accustomed to living a certain lifestyle, being married to Red, and she was not going to give that up. And she wanted and needed that to continue. And evidently the judge agreed with her because... She got a huge divorce settlement. I mean, I remember the adults sitting around talking about that within the family about how Red Fox got cleaned out in that divorce of his. Now, he had divorced his second wife, Betty Jean, in 1975, and she, too, got a big settlement. So between those two divorces, he was pretty much wiped out. So Fred Silverman, his good old buddy, who was president of NBC at that time, as of 1980, once again reached out to Red and said, hey, uh, you know, do you want to be Fred Sanford again? Red was not really gung-ho initially on going back to the character of Fred Sanford. 
But considering his financial position and how his variety show had failed and some of his Las Vegas shows were, they were doing okay, but they were not just, you know, spectacular for him financially. He needed the money. He needed the work. So he decided to go ahead and he would resume the role of Fred Sanford and they would do a reboot of, or kind of a sequel, as they said, to Sanford and Son. The only problem was that Damon Wilson, who portrayed Lamont Sanford, was not at all interested in doing anything in regard to Sanford and Son. Probably because when Red left the show, he didn't tell Damon anything about it. Damon found out that his co-star of six seasons, his friend and buddy and pal that had been through so much together, was leaving the show, had left the show, and didn't tell him anything about it. He had to throw it out, find it out from a third party from a news reporter. So that didn't set right very well with Demond, and so I think he really felt betrayed by Red and felt insulted. So he didn't want anything to do with Red or Sanford and Sons. So he declined, vehemently declined, to have any involvement in any kind of a sequel. So they were going to have to rename the show. They were going to have to name the show just straight up Sanford. And that's what they did. Now, we were excited when we found out that Fred Sanford was coming back. You know, we definitely had high hopes. We were disappointed that Lamont was not going to be involved in it. But knowing how funny Red Fox was, the character of Fred Sanford, we figured that this show still had a, you know, had a really good chance. So when the show made its debut in March 1980, we were watching that. I think it was on Friday nights. I think, I don't remember, and I didn't write it down, unfortunately, either. My apologies for that. No, it was on Saturday nights. I did write it down. It was on Saturday nights. I didn't think it was on Friday nights, because that was Dallas. Friday night was the Dukes of Hazard, the Incredible Hulk, and Dallas. No, it was on Saturday nights. I think it was on, like, uh, maybe 7 o'clock Central Time before Love Boat over on ABC, but uh, the ratings were initially really good, and NBC and Fred Silverman put a lot of promotion behind it. So the ratings initially, you know, were good. The premiere episode on March 15th garnered solid ratings. But the ratings began to decline as the season progressed. I mean, the thing that made Sanford and Son so successful was not only the dynamic between Fred and Lamont, but they had an amazing cast of supporting characters. I mean, you had on Esther, Grady, Rollo, Donna, Achu, Julio, Uncle Woodrow. Sanford was just missing that. I mean, it had its moments. It could really be funny. And there are a few episodes over on YouTube, by the way, in their entirety, if you've never seen it before. And a lot of people, you know, have never heard of Sanford, didn't even know it existed. So if you'd like to check it out, I definitely recommend going over to YouTube and, you know, seeing it for yourself. I don't know if it's available on DVD. And here's something my sister got on me about recently. Um, She asked me, you know, why are you not telling people that a lot of these TV shows can be streamed? Why are you leaving that out? And honestly, I had been forgetting to mention that to all of you. But yes, a lot of these TV shows can be streamed. Uh, there are streaming services all over the place. I'm not very familiar with which ones, you know, are out there, but there are quite a few. Um, Hulu has a lot of these shows, Amazon Prime. So, yeah, you can definitely stream a lot of these shows. That's very true. So my apologies for not mentioning that before. I thank her for calling me out on that. 
But uh, Sanford did have its moments. Again, it could be very funny. Um, in place of Lamont, now here's how they explain Lamont's absence. Lamont had finally left home, left the junkyard, and had gone to Alaska. And he was working on the pipeline there. So that's how they explain the fact that Lamont was, you know, not in this in this sequel. So he had to have somebody to run the business with Fred and some comic foil for him to go back and forth with and to play off of. Enter the character of Cal, portrayed by Dennis Berkeley. Cal was a friend of Lamont's. They had worked together on the pipeline. And Lamont kind of sent Cal to check on Fred. And long story short, Fred and Cal become partners. Cal becomes Fred's partner in the business, replacing Lamont. Now, Cal was pretty funny. You know, he was a good old boy, and, you know, he had a good heart, and he was, you know, again, he was a very funny guy, and he was very likable. So, bringing Cal on board was really a good decision, since, you know, Damon Wilson wanted nothing to do with it. So, again, Cal and Fred had a really good, they had a pretty good dynamic between the two of them. They, again, were very funny. Um, if they had had a better, more supporting characters in addition to Fred and Cal, the show probably would have had a longer run. But uh, all of the other characters I mentioned from Sanford and Son, they really were not there. I mean, Aunt Esther popped up a few times. Grady did as well. I think maybe Bubba showed up. Hoppy and Smitty were back. Rolla was back in the very beginning. But it just was too sporadic, in my humble opinion. They weren't as consistent with their appearances as they'd been on Sanford and Son. And that definitely posed a problem. And then they brought in new characters. For example, they gave Fred a new girlfriend named Eve. Eve was portrayed by Marguerite Ray, who would later go on to portray Mamie on The Young and the Restless for many years over on CBS. Eve was an upper, uh, upper crust widow. She lived in Beverly Hills. And, you know, Eve was likable the, the actress Marguerite Ray had been in a couple of episodes of Sanford and Son she was in the Betty Jean episode from season two remember that she was Betty Jean's mother and she was also in uh, an episode when Fred and Lamont had opened Sanford Arms and she was trying to rent a room but on Esther broke it up <laughs> because like she was like a hooker or whatever but um the chemistry between Red Fox and Marguerite Ray, it was okay, but he had a better chemistry with Lynn Hamilton, who portrayed Donna in the original series. Now, why Donna was not back, what happened to Donna, that was never addressed. Something else never addressed were any references to Sanford Arms. Sanford Arms, for those of you who do not know, um, after Red left Sanford and Son, they wanted DeMond to continue the show, kind of like when Red Fox went on strike in the third season and you had Lamont and Grady. Well, they wanted basically DeMond to have a similar type, you know, to kind of do that again with the series and maybe Red would come back. But DeMond wanted a whole bunch of money. He wanted a real expensive Mercedes Benz or Rolls Royce or something. He had all these crazy demands. The network said, forget it. So they decided to do Sanford Arms. Fred and Lamont had moved to Arizona for some reason. And an army buddy of Fred's was running the place named Phil, portrayed by Theodore Wilson. And then his kids also were on the scene as well as Aunt Esther and Bubba. But the show only lasted for like a month, I think. I think they only did like four episodes or something like that. So there were no references at all to Sanford Arms whatsoever in Sanford. Nothing at all mentioned about that brief spinoff. 
or yeah, I guess you call it a spinoff. But uh, like I said, um, there was like again, like I said, there was just not the same chemistry that Fred and Donna had. You know, between Fred and Eve, something was just missing. And then you had Eve's family on the scene, her stuffy brother, Winston, and her daughter, Sissy, and then her maid, Clara. Sissy was more cool with Fred, but Clara and Winston were very snooty to Fred. They thought that, okay, why are you involved with a junk man? So they were really snooty. It wasn't funny, quite frankly. I found Winston annoying, and Clara was even more annoying. They were trying to do that on Esther Fred dynamic with Clara, but it just did not work. Clara was not as funny as Aunt Esther was, so it just was not the same. You also had, um, now here's something else that was very weird. Okay, because again, like I said, yeah, Aunt Esther was back for like about five episodes. Well, they had her son. You remember she and Woody adopted in the last season of Sanford and Son, they adopted a son named Daniel. Well, by the time Sanford was on, uh, made its debut, we found out that Uncle Woodrow had passed away, unfortunately. But all of a sudden, instead of their son being, you know, Daniel, his name was Cliff. And he's portrayed by a completely different actor as well. So Cliff moved in, long story short, Cliff moved in with Fred and Cal, which is pretty cool because they all, again, had a really good, good dynamic. Fred, Cliff, and Cal, you know, they had a good dynamic. Then Rollo was on the scene. So the first season, I think if they would have brought Donna back and like had some of the other characters, I mean, like they should have gone back, maybe gotten Melvin, maybe gotten Leroy and Skillet, maybe Elroy, Hutch. I mean, they could have gone back and gotten Hoppy's mother, maybe Mrs. Hopkins. If they had gone back and gotten some of these characters, they've been on the show regularly. I think Sanford would have done very, very well. Because the character Fred Sanford, again, very hilariously funny. I mean, when I watch Sanford and Son, when we watch it, both of us, it's like seeing the episodes for the very first time. I mean, we both just crack up laughing. I saw a reel on Facebook the other day from season three. And I've seen the episode many times. It's the one where Fred and his and his his partners, uh, you know, Bubba Leroy Skillet and Grady, um, they threw a party and it, it was just hilarious. You know, the reel was not that long. It was only like for 60 seconds or so, maybe two minutes. And I was just cracking up laughing. Sent it to my sister. She's cracking up laughing as well because the character Fred Sanford again, I mean, Fred Sanford was hilarious and, and Red Fox was just brilliant in that portrayal. And he won a golden globe in the seventies for his portrayal of Fred Sanford. So Fred, like I said, was really funny in, in Sanford. But again, he needed more support. He needed a larger support system to make that show work. And he didn't have it. So by the time that season one came to an end, NBC decided to pull the show to retool it because the ratings were disappointing. They expected the ratings to be a lot better. So they decided to put it on hiatus. So when it came back, Rollo was gone. And that was like really disappointing and puzzling. You needed Rollo to be on the scene. Not only was Rollo gone, but so were uh, Winston and Sissy and Clara. Eve and Fred were no longer engaged because they had become engaged. They were only, you know, they were dating, but they weren't engaged anymore. And more, more focus was placed on the relationship between Cal and Fred. Cliff was still around. He was still living with Fred and Cal. 
Uh, but th- they got into a lot of serious episodes, which, which is kind of weird. I mean, there was an episode where uh, Cliff was dating a blind girl portrayed by Debbie Morgan, who went on to be Angie and all my children like about a year later. There was an episode where Cal was dating a girl who was um, in the country illegally, a Hispanic girl, and she got deported or was about to get deported. It was a very serious themed episode. I haven't seen it in a long time, and I remember it vaguely. And then the episode that bothers me, bothered me back then in 1981, 1980, 81, but still bothers me today, and I haven't seen it since, thankfully, was when Fred actually did have a heart attack. There was an episode where Fred actually did have a heart attack and it was not funny. So they started to, I mean, they still had the comic episodes, but then they started, like I said, to get serious and it just, it, it, it just didn't fit. And again, they did not have the supporting cast members that they needed. Like I said, Grady was back for an episode and Aunt Esther came back again. She was, she moved in with Cal and Cliff and Fred to make sure that Fred was not going to corrupt Cliff. But again, she wasn't there enough, you know, and it just, unfortunately, it did not work. The series was not in the top 30, so the retooling did not help it. Unfortunately, NBC just decided to give up on this show. They pulled it really uh, prematurely. I mean, the cancellation was very abrupt. I mean, there was no series finale. They just... I guess they would, I guess Silverman was just really ticked off because he didn't do, he was ratings goal for ABC and NBC when, not NBC, of course, ABC and CBS. He turned both those networks around and I mean, he did stellar jobs with both of those networks, but for NBC, he didn't do so well. I mean, he did bring on some good shows. He brought Facts of Life, Different Strokes, um, Give Me a Break some others but I mean he had a lot of misses a lot of bombs and you know it just I think he just got frustrated and he decided to pull the show you know so it was abruptly canceled I mean they actually pulled it off uh prior uh, to the February sweeps period I don't know if they have sweeps anymore I have no idea but back then May and February were the big sweeps period where like the, the, the big, big ratings were calculated, tabulated in the Nielsen's was a big deal in those days. So they pulled it before their February sweeps of 1981. The rest of the episodes aired during the summer and then they moved it from Saturday nights to Friday nights, which was really a bad move. Like I said, that was Dallas night. Dallas was the number one show in the country as well as around the world. And uh, the last episode, as I said, aired on July the 10th, 1981. So it was disappointing. It really was. It was very disappointing that Sanford did not be the success that we thought that it was going to be. I kind of knew it, that it was not going to really go down the same road as the original. My mom was really pulling for it, though. She really wanted to be successful, but I just had a feeling it was not going to happen. So it was disappointing. Disappointing, no doubt, for Red Fox and for the rest of the cast. And I was very surprised and sad to find out that Dennis Berkeley has passed away. He passed on in 2013. He died of a heart attack. I don't remember how old he was, but he was pretty young at the time. Very surprised to find out that he had passed away. Very saddened to find that out. Red Fox passed away in October of 1991 at the age of 68. He died of a heart attack when he was uh, working on his brand new series, The Royal Family, which was over on CBS. It surprises me to know that a lot of people, I see this on Facebook a lot, they never heard of The Royal Family. 
don't remember it. But it was a good show, and I think that was the show that was going to actually last, you know, for him. The ratings were good. It was winning its Wednesday night time slot every week, and it was a really good show. I think there are episodes on YouTube of it as well. But sadly, he passed away in the first season within a few months of being on the air. He also had another show on ABC in 1986. I think it was called something like the Red Fox Show or something like that. Uh, We watched it as well. It too, you know, did last very long, was on for a few months in uh, 1986. Um, But the royal family, I think, would have lasted because Della Reese was his co-star. They were husband and wife. Uh, Lorenz Tate was in it as their grandson. The purpose of the series was that their daughter moved back in with her three kids after her marriage broke up. So it was a really good show. And that definitely, I think, would have been on for a while. But, uh, yeah, Sanford, again, if you've never seen it or if you haven't seen it in a long time, check it out. It is funny. Like, it does have its moments. It really does. It has its moments. And, like I said, Cal and Fred, again, they had a really good dynamic between the two of them. I know another serious episode they did was, it was comical, but it was also serious when Cal's mother came to visit and she was a racist and she didn't like her son being Fred's partner, didn't like him living with Fred. And, and, you know, that was, that got pretty serious in tone before the episode was over. But, um, yeah, Sanford was a lot of fun to watch. It was, I knew it was going to be short lived even as a kid, but still it was very fun to watch. And I haven't watched it in a while. I'm due to go over to YouTube and look at an episode of ASAP. But we both, like I said, uh, remember watching it on BET when they brought it some years ago, back in the 90s, and it was a lot of fun to watch. So, yeah, check out Stanford and uh, see what you think. And that will wrap up this episode of Two Sisters in TV as we take a look back at the return of Fred Sanford with Sanford. We'll have a brand new episode coming up about another short-lived 80s TV show later this week. Thank you for following us over on Spotify. If you have not joined our group of lovely, wonderful, beloved followers, Go hit that follow button, hit it as quickly and as hard as you can, and join our group of followers. Also, feel free to leave us a rating and a review over on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thank you for your support and for your time, and we will see you on the next episode.